Yo, it's the Dan Wilson and Tokyo podcast. Your one-stop podcast for everything Japan and Japanese culture. Hey, kind of. Yeah, how's it going? Today's the fuck is today? Today is April 5th. Wednesday here in Japan. 2023. Cool. Um Yo, so, I had one of my odd jobs out here in Tokyo was working at a bar. And yeah, working as a bartender in Japan without the tip system makes no fucking sense. You just work in a, a regular part-time job, but dealing with fucking a bunch of drunk Japanese people. <laughs> but, um... Oh, how about I'll teach you a Japanese phrase that would be useful at the bar. Or any type of drinking situation in Japan. So let me paint the picture here. You roll up into a a nice friendly little bar. Your Japanese is moderate to pretty shitty. But hey, Japanese people are really friendly, so you know. You're getting along with the locals. And how about one of the guys that you were getting friendly with orders his next beer, right? And then his beer comes out. And the moment he picks it up, you hit him with this. Iki, 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 iki. Yeah. Iki is chug. Woo! If your Japanese wasn't so fire, and then you hit him with that all of a sudden, the ikis, yo, that guy's buying you drinks all night. Fucking, fucking Lintaro, that dude's buying you drinks all night. Hit him with the iki. Let me pour my green tea real quick. If you saw my green tea system that I'm working with right here, how many of you fucking little Japanese fetish cats would wet your pants dude my my i have like a real green tea system it's like a pot with the netting inside of it and the green tea flakes you put in it and so the hot water sits in that pot with the green leaves just soaking in it the whole time yeah you guys would be wet about it if you're a little japanese fetish thing going on oh dude look at how japanese and green tea that is oh babe Hold on, listen to this. Ah, fuck, it's hot. It's actually scalding hot. Oh, that really retains heat. God damn. Limpu? What is this fucking called? But, uh, yeah, man. Um, hit him with the ikis, the chugs, and you gotta, you got a friend in me. I'm Japanese and I don't know what you're saying, but, uh, we're alcoholics, so, uh, I'll be your friend. Um, but, dude, actually, there's some, uh, cool drinking culture in Japan. Um, and if you know, you know, it doesn't hurt to know. So, one is, usually, right, in the Japanese drinking setup, there's always someone who's above you, like your superior, whether that's someone older than you or higher up in the company, even friends, 
kind of if you're older, right? I mean, of course, there's the same age where none of that shit matters. But, you know, for most parts, there's that little bit of difference. Are you a superior? Are you a, an underling? I don't know. But if you actually watch Japanese people drinking, like if you kind of uh, scope out their table, there's like these little things you can pick up on, these little nuances that you'll be like, oh, this guy's the older one. But, uh, oh, this guy's the little slave younger one. But uh, one thing is when they order the bean bidus, the bottles of beer, they're kind of like the bigger bottles. Um, these little clear glass cups come out that you fill the beer with. And those actually fuck you up because Japanese people will keep pouring your beer into like a what size cup is that? I gotta do a little check to see how many milliliters is in that fucking thing. How many ounces? It's not even close to a pint. I bet like... It's not 12 fluid ounces. Um, it's bigger than a shot. Smaller than a 12 ounce... Like, cup of beer. It's a tweener. But it's an interesting size because you keep drinking those. And... You don't realize how fucking wasted and how much beer you're drinking. So yeah, Japanese people, they're very tricky. They trick you as how much beer do they make you drink. But uh, one nuance you can tell if... Uh, whoever's usually pouring the beer is the underling. But you know, sometimes they because they know that culture, even the superior will pour it for the younger cat. But you know, for the most part, the guy pouring it first at least... Whoever gets the drink first um, is usually the superior. But even there's a way to like pour it too. Like kind of using two hands and um, the label. The label on the beer, I believe, has to be facing up. Like have it not covered with your hand. Yeah, there's small shit like that. So, uh... If you are visiting and you have a chance to pour a Japanese person a beer and you use two hands, like one near the, the bottom, the base, and the other one kind of closer to the neck of the bottle, and you point the label up and you hit them with that, they'll be like, oh, you white boy, you get so much respect. I will buy you Asahi all night into the morning where I will miss my train and arrive at my next work station. In same suits and smell like terrible, terrible salmon and fermented beans splashed with Asahi beer. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling weird today. I don't know why I'm going on these weird little tangents, but uh, stick with me here. Um, so that's one. Oh, another cool one is uh, usually for Nihonshu, uh, the Japanese sake. Uh, it's sake. It's not sake, by the way. I don't know how many times I've had fucking like Westerners out here correct my Japanese. I'm like, yes, just sake. And they're like, you mean sake? Dude, you mean sake, dude? I worked uh in this fucking sushi bar called Ra in LA. So, yeah, you can say I know a little th few things about sushi. Oh, the chef? Yeah, uh. He's Mexican, but dude, he, he studied he studied in China for like a semester, so you know. But uh, the Nihonshu, the Japanese sake game, 
Um, just a cool little thing. So when you're getting it poured, when someone's pouring your shit, you're kind of elevating the cup, right? So you have it in your hand and that person's pouring the bottle. And as it's getting filled up, the closer it starts getting to the top or you're like, ooh, okay, that's enough. You you raise the cup and go, ototototototo. And as you raise the cup, the bottle, the bin, the bottle that's the neck of it that's touching the cup raises as well. So it, uh, the pouring stops. Yeah. So as you're like, okay, that's enough. You start raising up your little cup and going, ototototototototo. And that's a signal for, ah, uh, okay, okay, that's enough. And you'll probably get a good laugh too. If uh, you're not Japanese and you shouldn't know those customs. That deep, that deep shit, you know? Ooh, that green tea's chilled a little bit now. Ooh, that's like, ooh, I could feel that going down into my intestines. You know, that's why they live forever. Drinking green tea. Eating fermented beans, smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. That's what it is. Ah, it's good. It's fucking real good. Um, yeah, drinking culture in Japan is awesome. It was a uh, cherry blossom season. Or I guess it currently is cherry blossom season. But last weekend, it was in full bloom. And uh, pretty much all the homies, like, Every story I saw on my Instagram was like everyone getting fucking ripped apart at Yoyogi Park. Yoyogi Park is this huge one, and uh, it's near like Harajuku Station. Um, but yeah, that's that's the wild one. I mean, now you know if you're trying to do some touristy big park shit, that's the one to go to. And uh, yeah, man, I saw some low key ones. Just you know, a little little like blue tarp out a nice little handmade sandwich and like a few beers I'm like oh that's nice and quaint and i saw another one where like they brought out a kegerator just doing like keg stands and shit and like partying until the sun goes down and actually yoyogi park's one of them cool parks that even after the sun goes down uh there's some weird shit going on and there's like little parties and like little satanical rituals you can like stumble onto so uh Yoyogi's a wild one. It's fucking huge. Um, and actually, I heard a rumor about Yoyogi Park. So there's like a lot of the main walkways and then patches of big patches of grass, right? And then there's like a little wooded area that's in between like one or two of the main like big walkways or streets. And, you know, when you're young and a little crazy, uh... People go into the woods and, you know, you know, get a little handy, you know, a little finger, a little finger bang or two. You know, I don't I don't know if, you know, they go all the way, but, yeah, yeah, you know, they do. And I guess it's it's so common that people fuck around in that little wooded area that there's actually perverts that stake out that area at night and wait to get like a free show. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, hmm, better not do that. No, no. But, uh, oh, is that my rice cooker? Did that little chirping? Look at that. I'm drinking green tea. I got some fucking rice on the cooker. I'm Asian as fuck right now, dog. Damn. I'm mad Asian. About to watch a Godzilla movie tonight. Why I say Godzilla like Godzilla? But, uh, yeah, if you're fucking around in Yoyogi Park, uh, 
getting handies and whatnot, uh, just know, I, I warned you, there's, there's, uh, I mean, maybe you like getting watched if you're okay. I don't think they bother you, but if you're okay being watched, performing, uh, acts of shame, then it's all good. But I warned you, Yoyogi Park, a very interesting little park. One of my favorites. I got some good memories of Yoyogi Park because, you know, drinking outside is totally not frowned upon. And they actually sell beer at the entrance, at this little, like, shack on the left side when you enter. You know, a little bit more expensive than the convenience store, but that's not saying anything compared to, like, American prices. But, uh, it's cheap. But, yeah. Um, oh, dude, back to, you know, bartending. Um, so I bartended uh, in Nakameguro. Nakameguro is just one of the, you know, spots in Tokyo. Um, dude, this Japanese custom or this rule of thumb that the customer is God. There's a saying. Uh, uh, fuck, what's customer in Japanese? Kasutama ga kamisama or something, right? So they're number one. Where in America, it's like, the bartender runs the bar. Like if the bartender doesn't fuck with you or doesn't like you, you're not getting your drinks. No matter how much cash you flash at him and shit at the bar. Like you the you have the power as the bartender in America. You could not give anybody alcohol for any reason. Usually, you know, they're shit-faced, they're too drunk, which is actually uh smart. Or if they fall asleep at the bar, just you get kicked the fuck out, right? That's how I grew up, but in Japan, they are way too fucking friendly. I was surprised. Like, these drunk jagaloons, like, it's apparent to anyone they had way too much to drink. Stumbled into the bar, like, just yelling and screaming, and the boss man serves them. And I'm like, whoa. They're like one shot away from vomiting all over the counter. And actually, they do vomit in the toilet. And he's still kind of like, ah, it's okay. Like, uh, let me call you a cab. I'm like, yo, call you a Call these chumps a fucking cab. Kick these fools out to the curb. God damn. Way too fucking nice. And you're allowed to, like, take naps at the bar? This guy put his head down. Or no, this girl. Okay, maybe it was because it was a girl. But this girl put her head down, started napping. I'm like, hey... The American in me was like, hey, 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 uh, don't fall asleep because I'm going to have to kick you out. But the boss man fucking pulled out a blanket from like underneath the bar and like put it over her. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this service? You get a little warm blanket on top of you get to have a little slumber party at the bar. Wake up and do some Jaegas, some Jaeger bobs, Jaeger bobs, Jaeger bobs. It's fucking wild way too nice out here but um yeah um in japan if you're a customer you're treated as god so you can really fuck around but be respectful but you can fuck around um oh so actually me and the boys have been on like the hunt for the coldest beers in tokyo <laughs> 
we got like we rank be- dude as i get older and i appreciate beer more you realize how important like dude having a fucking ice cold beer some bartenders are joking or think we're joking when i ask them like dude how cold are the beers cold here he's like what i'm like like yeah the beer's cold like how cold are your beers i'm kind of fucking around but i'm kind of half being serious because he'll some cool guys will like pull out their beers and like let me touch them i'm like ooh yeah yeah these are cold i'm like oh no you gotta throw these uh throw these in the fucking fridge for a little while longer but uh one shout out for some of the coldest beers you got to give to my boy hitoshi san that runs a little mexican standing mexican bar in uh nakameguro called baja yo hitoshi san keeps his tecates ice fucking cold the guy had his training in mexico instead of putting his beers in the fridge he throws all of his beers into the ice machine yes when he pulls them out you can hear the ice clanking around i'm like oh very tricky i see your technique there not the bad though so yeah he's got some of the coldest beers one other he so his coldest beers come from the bottle and the one they call them jockeys a jockey is like the you know the mug that you're served the beer in in japan usually and for drinking beer from uh like draft beer from the tap coldest beer i've had in tokyo and i've had a lot of fucking beers around town the coldest one so far is in ebisu a place called olive maybe olive diner it's right on the corner of one of the big streets olive in ebisu i think his name's keiji san yo he pulls out those mugs from the fucking ice age they got like a a frothy like ice beard drip not dripping like stuck onto all the mugs and he pours it and dope the end of the beer turns into almost like a beer slushy that's how fucking cold it is so during the summer go to his spot you know fucking nut in your pants as soon as your lips touch that fucking mug that jokey it's fucking dank oh and i got some big fucking news the boy has his first read his first sponsored read helping us out because i couldn't pay for the internets and big homie said i want you to have internets let me cover that bill let me be your internet man your internet providers but i got a sponsored read here um and actually uh called in a local the local salary man that's my friend satoshi hey satosh yeah he's just a local salary man let me call him in satosh can you read this oh hello moving across to the u.s oh i have done that once before this company is called Sarva Movers. Sarva, Sarva, Sarva Movers. Moving across the U.S., ready to move out of the failing nation that is America and into a country that has its shit together, like Japan. Call Sarva Movers today. 
Satosh, I, I think you want to pronounce at least the company right. So let me let me just say the company. Sarver Movers. Oh, thank you, Daniel-san. Call Sarver Movers today. We are your international and nationwide moving company. We are located in Texas. Oh, Texas! Oh, Darvish, Darvish. But can handle any move across the globe. Are you fucking kidding me? International moving? Call 512-596-9696 today to get your moving quota started. One more time. 512-596-9696. Oh my god. Or, or visit us at servermovers.com slash quote. I spell it one time for you. S-A-R-V-E-R-M-O-V-E-R-S dot C-O-M slash Q-U-O-T-E servermovers.com slash quote and mention promo code Daniel-san D-A-N-I-E-L-S-A-N to get 5% off your move today. 5%! That is big, big savings. Oh my god. Maybe, maybe when Gojira come and wreck my town again before I move to Texas. But, uh, promo code Daniel-san D-A-N-I-E-L-S-A-N to get 5% Salva Movers. Thank you. Wow. Satosh. Holy shit, man. Dude, your English got a lot better since the last time I met you. Good job, Satosh. For people that couldn't understand your English, um, it's Sarver Movers. S-A-R-V-E-R-M-O-V-E-R-S. Check them out. Cool. All right, that's my internet bill. Hey, we got my gas bill still. We got my gas bill. Gas bill. Anyone want the gas bill? Electric bill. Electric bill. It, uh, the winter time, I rarely use the heater. We got a cheap electric bill. Who wants to be my next sponsor? Come on, take one. Take it, take it. Come on. Who wants it? Water bill, water bill. I rarely shower. Come get your water bill and I'll read, do a nice sponsored read for you. Come on. That was the shittiest fucking auction voice. Dude, I actually saw an auction in Daikanyama. It's like a nice little fancy part of Tokyo. I was just happened to come upon it and yeah, I was disappointed because the Japanese one didn't have like the hey, we got a five for five, five, we got a five dollars, we have six, do we have six, do we have six? I don't know what that guy's called, but I was I wanted to hear the Japanese version of it. Um Oh man, I wanted to hear some shit like that and uh didn't happen. Oh, let me uh do a quick uh some current news in Japan. Right? Let me Here's is some 
current news um, in Japan from the Japan Times. All right, let me read this. Japan insurer to offer policy against bullying. Bullying insurance? A total of 500,562 bullying cases were reported in elementary school in fiscal 2021 in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Japan's got a bullying problem. I have been uh, told many stories and heard many terrible things about bullying. Yeah. Come on, Japan. You're better than that. But uh, let's read it. What if your child is bullied at school or online? Okay. It's something every parent fears. And while financial losses are likely not their first concern. <laughs> Wait, what? Financial losses? How do you... How how much lunch money did this kid get fucking bullied out of? Jesus. A new insurance policy to be made available later this year will at least ease those worries. Wait, wait. Any parent that has problems with their child being bullied and they think about money first is kind of a cock-ass parent, maybe. <laughs> what? But okay, let's see. Tokyo Marine and Nichido Fire Insurance will start selling an insurance policy in October that covers up to 200,000 yen per case if a child is bullied at school or online, covering counseling fees and the costs associated with transferring schools, such as buying new uniforms and learning materials. Whoa, you get some money if your ass is bullied? Oh shit, okay. The insurance policy will target the schools and parent-teacher associations that are already have education-related insurance contracts with Tokyo Marine. Parents willing to sign up will pay an additional 120 yen per month. That's only like a buck. Which also includes another insurance policy that covers legal fees. Okay. To be eligible, eligible, eligible for compensation... Parents need to submit damage reports filed with the police as well as consultation results with the school. Damn, I right. So you need some proof that your, your kid was fucking young bullied. In fiscal 2021 through March 2022, 615,351 cases of bullying were reported in elementary, junior, and high schools nationwide. Up 19% from the previous year and more than 8 times the figure in fiscal 2011. Most of the cases, totaling 500,562, were in elementary schools, with the figure doubling since fiscal 2016. Many people on social media welcomed the news, but some expressed concern that the hurdles could be high for parents to receive compensation if they are to submit a report to the police. Oh my god. Oh man, I, I really hope no one takes advantage of this and starts putting their kid their kid up to getting bullied at school to get a little financial money. Woo, that would be, you know, playing a quick one on the new ins You know, I've heard of like like life insurance where you like take out some life insurance on your spouse and then they, you know, like fall down the stairs and fucking, you know, that's pretty hardcore. But this is pretty dirty and it might come to a close second. Dressing your kid up in like fucking whack shit on purpose. Like, making them wear Heelys and, like, the roly-poly backpack and, like, lower-than-knee jorts that only show the bottom half of his shin and parting his hair right down the middle like trunks. 
hoping that his ass gets bullied at school so he can get some bully insurance money. Woo, that would be dirty. Oh, my Lord. I hope no one fucking commits bullying insurance fraud. That'd be fucked up. But, uh, yeah, we got a big problem on our hands, Japan. And maybe this is one of the steps. But it's up to you to report bullying. No jokes aside. That shit is whack as fuck. I don't tolerate that shit. If I ever see that shit, ooh, ooh, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna pull out that little like bamboo sword that they practice with, not the real one, because that would murder you. But uh, that thing where I make you, I, I, I slap your fucking tri, your, your fucking, uh, your, not tricep, your fucking trap, your trapezoid. I'm slapping the shit out of your little Japanese trap traps, your trapezoid. Right on the side of your neck above your shoulder. I'm going to smack your traps so fucking hard with a bamboo sword. I think that is not enough. But I think it's a start. Oh, man. Am I going to end on a dark note here? Oh, jeez. Thought I'd pick a better story. I just read the first one that came up that I thought that was interesting. I guess the headline grabbed me. Bullying insurance. It was enough to stop me in my tracks. But I think that's it for this episode. Hey, uh, take care, guys, and I'll, uh, check in with you later. Peace.